This is the Main Money Show with Craig Dixon from The Investment Executives. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Craig Dixon provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Craig Dixon on The Main Money Show. Good morning, Maine. Welcome to The Main Money Show with me, Craig Dixon, along with my associate, Eddie Patterson, uh, from the New England Agency and Investment Executives, along with our co-host, Tony Shore. How are you doing, Eddie? I'm doing fine. Good to have you here. I know you're the uh, Medicare expert, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. And how are you doing, Tony? I'm doing great. I'm excited. We've got a special guest today. And Eddie, I've heard great things. Craig tells me that uh, you're really knowledgeable in the field of Medicare, which I know is what we're going to talk about today, as well as, well as other financial aspects. So awesome to have Eddie on the show. Craig, you're landing the big guests. I like it. I am, and he's working with us directly, so it's and a good you, thing. You called me a special guest, and, and, and if it's special, then I must be special Ed. Oh, Eddie, oh, special Ed, one. special you know, Ed. He's a rapper too. Did you know that, Tony? <laughs> special Ed is a rapper. <laughs> oh, God. I knew you. Oh, knew that special one. Ed. I'll be calling you that the rest of the show. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's also his kids also call him the stuff guy. You know, he knows stuff, and I called him HR knowing stuff. You get that one, Tony? You remember HR yeah, Puffin stuff? Yeah, HR Puffin stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, I watched that show. HR Puffin stuff. I mean, I watched replays of the show. I, I'm too young to have seen it when it was first on. Yeah, you're, you're, like you're five years. You're, you're five years younger than I am. I don't think you're too young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's quite I watch the reruns. show. So, what are we talking about today, Craig? We are talking about your guide to Medicare. Well, not you specifically, Tony, but everybody out there listening, guide to Medicare. And Ed's been doing this a long time, 30, how many years? Five, 35, 35 years in the Rumford, Maine area. Yep. So 35 years. Uh, he's got an office in Rumford. He also works with us in our office in Lewiston and Biddeford. Um, works in surrounding communities like Mexico, Dixfield, Rumford. Uh, Oxford Hills, willing to travel, and people actually travel to him as well. So, well, I usually uh, see people about with about a uh, probably about an hour radius. Yep, good in that vicinity. Yep. So we're um, we're excited to get this one going, Tony. Excellent. Yeah. So why is it so important that we have a retirement plan, and how does Medicare play a role in that? You want to handle that, Ed? No, go ahead. I'll, I'll well, interject. I think the. Um, I think the hallmark of a successful retirement is developing a financial plan that ensures your money will last as long as you do. Obviously, nobody wants to, uh, you know, run out of money. That's one of the biggest fears in retirement. And, you know, during this unique period in your life, you want to look at, um, you know, how you distribute your money matters far more than how much of it you actually have piled up. Like a lot of people will go based on, hey, you need a million dollars for retirement. Well, how did they get to that? I think it's more of, you know, meeting your obligations on a monthly basis and what do you need for income that's going to be perpetual and last you your entire life. And, you know, it's easy to become entangled in the many different financial issues your plan will encompass. And none of this will matter if your plan doesn't address your health needs and concerns, because obviously if your health goes awry, then things can really get in a bunch and you end up losing money and whatnot. But um, you have anything to add to that, Ed? Yeah, I just want to mention normally when people are at a retirement age or approaching retirement age, they, they're thinking of, of their concerns are two things. And one of them obviously is their financial concern, uh, security and also their health and, and uh, how are they going to be taken care of in case they have to go into a, a hospital and, and, and they don't want to have a lot of bills and, 
And everybody now understands that uh, when they turn 65 or become disabled and qualify for Medicare before that, that uh, they need to know well, what programs to use. And, and uh, they're, they're as knowledgeable about Medicare as a lot of people are about auto and homeowners when they're younger. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, I think just having a comprehensive and affordable health insurance strategy is more than just a critical component in your retirement plan. It's a critical component in your quality of life. So definitely something to really think about and, and work hard on before you get to retirement. Yeah, Me- sure. Medicare, Medicare has become a demand product. And, and uh, in 2005, Medicare uh, went from traditional Medicare to also privatized Medicare availability. So uh, there are a lot of options out there that people need to explore. And, and not everybody knows what they should do. And people get inundated with uh, information um, from different companies in regard to that. So uh, we help people kind of uh, decipher and, and, and uh, get through all of that uh, so they can understand exactly what to do, and we can service them very well. Well, sure. And so how does Medicare then help people protect their quality of life? Well, I think, um, you know, Medicare guarantees health insurance for people older than 65, like Ed was talking about, and with certain disabilities or with certain diseases. So according to the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, of the 55 million Americans who were Medicare recipients in 2015, over 46 million of them were over age 65, which makes Medicare obviously a crucial factor of retirement planning, probably one of the biggest factors, if not the biggest. Obviously, when your health starts to decline, you need something in place to help take care of you. But by working with me or Ed, more likely Ed, because he's, like I said, he's the expert here and this is his forte, um, Ed can help you ensure that your Medicare coverage will complement and support your retirement plan in the most beneficial manner possible and, um, He'll be able to help you understand the basic components of Medicare and how they fit together to, you know, direct you towards selecting the policy that's best for you and, and, the, and the right cost for you. And I know Ed sure. goes through a lot of stuff with that with different costs and different areas of Maine. So. And utilizing sure. different, different companies also to, uh, to make sure that people get the uh, product that best suits them. Well, Ed, why is it, Eddie, why is it so important that we have a Medicare strategy? And obviously it sounds important. This is something you help people come up with, right? Yeah, it, the uh, the Medicare uh, um, system has changed tremendously over the years, and it's become a lot more complicated. Uh, there's a lot more involved. The costs have increased. There are a lot more choices. Uh, people can change uh, throughout the year at different times. Specifically, there's an annual enrollment period once a year where people can make changes. Uh, most of the time, people that are at 65 are quite concerned about what they can do and they, they want a lot of information so they can under, determine what's what. After they get into the program, they pretty much understand the concept and we just have to help direct them and make sure they're maintaining the right program going forward. Sure. And so what is Medicare? It's something you've mentioned we get at 65, Eddie, uh, but there's different parts, right? I'll give you, I'll give you a basic overview yeah. and then Ed can kind of expand on that or right. expound. Um, so, Medicare is a federal social insurance program that you have paid into over the course of your career. And Medicare is divided into four parts, parts A, B, C, and D. And these four parts are subdivisions of two categories. Original Medicare is parts A and B, and additional coverage is parts C and D. Ed, do you have anything you add on top of that? Yeah, original Medicare A and B. Medicare A was hospitalization benefits. And hospitalization benefits you acquire and don't have to pay for additionally as long as you pay taxes throughout your life when you turn 65 or disabled in, in qualified for Social Security, you have Medicare A. Medicare B, you pay for. There's a premium you pay once a month, and that's a major medical uh, benefit that covers uh, doctors and surgeries. Uh, Medicare takes care of about 75 to 80% of all of your health needs. 
So in addition to that, people would then buy a Medicare supplement to supplement what they have uh, with Medicare to give them 100% coverage or alternatively use a Medicare Advantage plan, which also now includes Medicare Part D for prescriptions. Interesting. So there's four basic parts, plus there's uh, additional coverage that you can get. And uh, I know that one thing I always thought, and I think a lot of people have a misconception, especially if they're they're younger or they don't know much about this, they think that once they turn 65, their health care is covered and it doesn't cost them anything. But that's not true, is it? No, not in the least. As a matter of fact, uh, most people spend somewhere around three to $400 a month, depending on their income levels. But 80% of the United States spends about uh, three to $400 a month for the cost of Medicare Part B, uh, a Medicare supplement, and a Part D plan for prescriptions. The alternative program, which is Medicare C, gives people the ability to spend less money in premium and use uh, effectively co-payment structures as needed if they use the services. Uh, a lot of times the, uh, the C program can be very beneficial to save people a lot of money. Sure. So basically what you guys are saying here is that uh, there are premiums and deductibles uh, just like a, a regular insurance plan, but some of it is covered, right? Right. That, that's correct. Yes. Excellent. Well, you know what, Craig, this is a great topic. I find it fascinating. And I want to have Eddie and you dig into what each of those parts are in a little more depth in our next segment. But we have to take a break here pretty soon. Craig, do you have anything you want to add before our break? Yeah, I just want to let everybody know that's listening um, or listening on the podcast or what have you, that preparing for retirement, whether it be, you know, understanding Medicare like we're talking about today or learning about strategies to save money, um, it's oftentimes, or I say most times, or even all the time, overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. If you visit my website, theinvestmentexecutives.com, or you call my office, 855-625-3736, you can receive a uh, complimentary retirement income toolkit to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. And I know all you Mainers out there listening, you have worked hard. We've got a ton of blue collar workers that really work their butts off. Mainers are known for working hard. We want to make sure that we ensure that you have you know, everything you saved and be able to spend it wisely and make it last through your entire life. So if you come visit us at our, one of our offices in Rumford, uh, Lewiston, Biddeford, we'll be sure to set you down and set you up with a complimentary no cost, no obligation consultation and get you headed in the right direction if you're not already headed that way. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At the Investments Executives, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 855-MAKE-SENSE or visit us at theinvestmentexecutives.com to learn more. And welcome back to The Main Money Show. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host is none other than the man himself, Craig Dixon, and Craig, great show today. You've got an amazing special guest. Uh, I'm going to let you and Eddie take it from here because I want to get as much information for our listeners in as possible. And I know you have a lot to talk about, Craig. So uh, Craig, take it away. You and Eddie, explain Medicare to us in each of these parts. So Ed, uh, in, in our conversation, obviously we're talking about Medicare here and looking at some details of it. Can you explain a little bit more about the uh, part A, B, C, and D and how that all works? Maybe some intricacies in that? Yeah, I can. Um, 
As I had mentioned earlier, Medicare Part A is for hospitalization, and, and it covers the cost of health care at medical facilities, offers coverage for medically necessity, uh, ne- excuse me, <laughs> necessary inpatient uh, care at hospitals, skilled nursing facilities, hospices, uh, limited uh, home health services. Um, most people don't pay a premium for Medicare A because they've paid their premium uh, through their taxes throughout their lifetime. Um, so that eliminates that a lot of the costs associated with that. So that's the that's the free part everybody right, kind of thinks right. about. Yeah. But there are co-payments associated with that. There's deductibles uh, with the Part A program that if you don't have something uh, to pay for that, you could pay you know a thousand or two thousand dollars in in deductibles uh, per benefit period. Yeah. Uh, with with Part A per benefit. Now does that mean like every year you're saying every no, year? No, benefit period is per stay. So uh, oh, per stay. Know, okay. Yeah. So for the first sixty days, it's considered a benefit period. Uh, and, and there's a there's a deductible associated with that, and then there's another deductible after the first sixty days for the sixty uh, first or the ninetieth day. Uh, there's another per day deductible. The first deductible is not a per day. The first deductible uh, is a a flat deductible, and, and uh, it's it's uh, around fourteen hundred dollars because uh, it changes every year. And, yeah. and we're looking at uh, at two thousand and eighteen numbers, but two thousand nineteen is going to be different. Um, the uh, the per day. Uh, uh, deductible uh, is uh, is between three hundred and three hundred and fifty dollars. Um, again, as of two thousand and eighteen, uh, it's it's closer to three hundred fifty dollar figure, but it will be higher for two thousand and nineteen. Um, so you have to have something to offset those costs, and and a Medicare supplement will pay for what uh, Medicare Part A does not pay for. So what happens if you go past ninety days? What then happens? Uh, Medicare. Um, uh, gives you uh, lifetime reserve days past past 90 days that that, that, that you have available. Uh, but there is a per day deductible for that too, and it's, it's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, you know, talking about everybody here is, you know, part A, part B, stuff like that. How do you, how do you know the difference? So like what's, I mean, we're talking about part A there, you know, what is, what is part B? What does that mean to people and how does that impact their benefits or whatnot? Or, and does everybody have part B? Yeah, mo- most people that are at uh, Medicare age receive a, a book from the Centers of Medicare and Medicaid called uh, Medicare and You. Uh, you get one every single year uh, toward the end of, of the year. Uh, and there's a full explanation of all of the, the parts of Medicare. And there's also information there that discusses uh, um, Medigap policies or Medicare supplements, as they're called, which aren't necessarily a direct Medicare product. They supplement Medicare. They're overseen by Medicare, but they're private products from, from private companies. Um, but the book describes Medicare A in detail, Medicare B, uh, again, Medicare A, B, and hospitalization benefits, uh, which also covers skilled nursing facilities, too, uh, and, and covers uh, most people uh, for the first 20 days with, with no deductible. But after the first 20 days, there is a deductible uh, that, that people would have to pay if they don't have some other secondary type of insurance or a, uh, a Medicare Advantage plan to, to offset those costs. Also wanted to mention that in a skilled nursing facility, Medicare will only cover the first 100 days. Medicare is not a long-term care insurance policy. It's a health insurance product, but it does give you 100 days of benefits if you go into a nursing care facility after you've been in a hospital for three days. That's normally the situation. Um, Beyond that, there is no extended benefits in a long-term care facility. It's either private pay or uh, you might have a long-term care policy to take care of that. So A and B are like the standard kind of everybody has them, and, and B is the 
the premium that comes out of your social security is that usually yeah, yeah. B is, is the premium that comes out of your social security. That's normally how it, how it is. When you, when you reach age 65, you get a notification from social security that, that uh, Medicare a and B are now available to you and you have to opt out of Medicare B. B yeah. uh, most people have Medicare. Sometimes people don't qualify for Medicare a because they don't have enough quarters or B because they don't have enough quarters. Uh, and they actually have to pay a premium for Medicare a uh, because they didn't have enough quarters of, and when I say enough quarters, they didn't work earning wages. wages. It's actually equivalent of about 10 years of working basically. So somebody could literally then pay for both A and B if they don't have enough working quarters. And and then is that coming right out of their social security? Both of them? Because I know the B does. And and perhaps at that point they might not have very much or any social security. So they might end up. Right. They might have have to figure out some way to pay. Very rare that that happens, but it could happen. So now, when you get into like Part C and D, like Part C, for example, what's what's that all about? How does that work? Well, before I, I talk about about C, and, and just wanted to uh, uh, co- uh, cover B a little bit. And, and Part B is is really major medical insurance, uh, and it covers uh, two types of services: medically necessary and preventative benefits. That's that's really what it does. For most people know it as coverage for uh, for doctors and surgeries. That's basically what yeah. the concept is. There are a lot of other benefits of Part B, but that's that's the basic. Uh, and if you think about it in, in people as they as they look at their Medicare benefits, uh, preventative services are also included. Uh, as I mentioned, um, services would include clinical, clinical research, ambulance services, dur- durable medical equipment, uh, medical health care, outpatient and inpatient care, uh, second opinion before surgery, and, and small selection of outpatient medication. So if you, like, for an easy thing or easy way to pe- for people to remember A and B, A would be for what, and B would be for what? A is hospitalization benefits. And B is? B is, is uh, doctors and surgery. surgery. That's basically what people okay, need cool. to know. Yeah, it's just uh, easier if they can get it, you know, easy easy to grab onto if you. Right, right. And, and there, are, there are different premiums for Medicare Part B depending on your income, too. If, if your income is greater than 85000 per person, 170000 per couple, uh, you have an increased premium charge. Uh, the $134 is a cost for somebody that's under those levels, and, and uh, the cost is significantly higher um, for, for, yeah. for people over those levels. Now, do those income levels change at all based on the year? Like, is it different from 2018? Like, like is, will those adjust upward? They haven't changed in the last few, but, it, but yeah. they do. They can and do from time to yeah. time. Okay. So now to get back to the other question, sorry, I was skipping over you there That's and okay. kind of <laughs> kind of had you jumping, jumping ahead to Part C. But so like Part C, what's that all about? Well, Part C uh, became available as as privatized uh, uh, Medicare. And, and what it does is it allows you to opt out of traditional Medicare A and B. And you actually transfer those benefits from A and B to C. And instead of having uh, the centers of Medicare, Medicaid, uh, excuse me, the, the Medicare um Department oversee and administer your 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 benefits. A private individual company would, such as uh, an AARP, for example, it's a major company, a Human, or some of the other major companies available. There's a lot of them available in the United States. Um, in Maine, there are specific companies that do do work in in the United States. I just named a couple of the major yeah. the major big ones. So basically, C would be a replacement of A and B. Is that what you're saying? It's, a, it's not a replacement. Things? It's an alternative. Alternative. And the nice thing about that is, but I mean, it, it would it does replace them though. I mean, if you have C, there's no need to have A and B, right? You won't have A and B. You'll have C. Yeah, okay. It's the gotcha. alternative to it. Yeah. And, but that's not so regimented that you can't 
flop back from one to the other year by year if you so choose. Oh, so you can be C one year and then move back to A and B the next year. and then Yeah, there's certain C reasons why you would or wouldn't want to do that. But yeah. yes, that, that option is there. Yes, but it's always there for people. So they're not they're not locked in. That's correct. For the rest of their retirement or whatever. Yeah. Right. Talking a little more detail about Medicare C, Medicare C or Medicare Advantage as it's called. Uh, are policies which are offered by Medicare-approved private insurance carriers to provide you with the same benefits as Parts A and B, and many plans offer additional extra benefits, uh, such as, yeah, (laughs) I wanted to say prescription (laughs) drug plans. That was uh, almost a tongue twister. You Um, did well. Yeah, and and, uh, vision care, hearing, dental, uh, and other health, health and wellness programs. So as a, I don't want to say it's better, but would you say, it has additional benefits by having C versus A and B, or do they both cover the exact same thing? People have different needs. And if people want to utilize a healthcare program in which they can plan what their costs are out of their pocket, determine to try to save as much money as possible, of course, some of the co-payments could be indeterminate, not fully knowing. Uh, if you're trying to manage your health care and manage the premiums coming out of your pocket, C is the better way to go. Is it? Yeah. However, <clears throat> Medicare A and B, with the purchase of a separate Medicare supplement, does give you 100% comprehensive benefits. The, the difference is, is you pay a continued monthly, normally monthly premium for, for the, the Medicare supplement in addition to the $134 for Medicare Part B. And you also have to buy a prescription plan and pay a premium for that. And if you're comfortable with that, then you have complete medical benefits and then you have a prescription plan too. The concern with that, of course, for some people is they're not really using all of their benefits and they're paying a hefty premium and getting no value for it. And perhaps they can be in a situation where they're healthy for the majority of their life and don't really use much of it at all. So are you saying somebody could have A, B, and C all together? No. So they can have A and B or C. Right. And then another. And and D. And D. They can have A. So A and B or D or C and D. They can have A and B and D or C and D. Okay, gotcha. And if they have A and B, they usually buy a Medicare supplement to pay for what Medicare A and B doesn't pay for. The benefit of of, of using Part C is you eliminate the cost of your of your supplement and normally the additional cost of your prescription plan, there might or might not be a premium for Medicare Part C depending on the state you live in in the area of the state in which you live. Um, there are a lot of companies that offer uh, no premium programs, but yeah. the premiums on the Medicare Part C are usually small. They vary between 20 to $90 a month at the most. So so for, the, for everybody listening out there, I think there's two different scenarios here. There's a Medicare Advantage plan and then a Medicare supplement. Right, there's two different two different pathways. Well, not in um, in addition to so it's A and B or a med sup, A and B and a med sup and a med sup or, or C and a med sup to be to no, really have the full breadth. No, no, it's A and B. Yeah, and a Medicare supplement and Medicare Part D. Gotcha. Or alternatively, Part C, Medicare C, which is also called Medicare Advantage. Right. And D which could be a package of the both together. C and D is usually packaged together as a Medicare Advantage program that gives you both. Cool. Well, that that, um, that takes us to the end of this segment, Ed. I wanted to thank you. That was a ton of information. That was awesome. Um, so what we're going to do is take a short break here. We just want to remind everybody out there that at Investment Executives, you know, in our planning process, we truly try to provide our clients with clarity, knowing they'll have reliable income during retirement as well as a legacy to pass to their loved ones. 
And you want to make sure you take care of your health and Medicare and having the right plan is part of that. And to help with the process with all this stuff, if you uh, visit my website, theinvestmentexecutives.com, or you can go to the radio show uh, site, that's themainmoneyshow.com, either one of those, you can get a complimentary retirement income toolkit. And what we're trying to do here is set you up with a foundation for retirement. It's broken down into four sections. We look at income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, and legacy planning. And before we end this segment, Ed wanted to interject one more thing. Yeah, here. when we come back, we should uh, touch a little bit on uh, Medicare Part D, which is a prescription drug program, and also discuss a little more about uh, the Medigap or Medicare supplement policies. All right, great. We'll be right back, everybody. Stay tuned. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call the investment executives. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 855-MAKE-SENSE or visit us at theinvestmentexecutives.com. And welcome back, everybody, to our last segment for this show. I know it's gone by rather quickly, um, but we want to welcome you back to our last segment for the Main Money Show. I'm here today with Eddie Patterson from the New England Agency and Investment Executives. He's helping us really understand Medicare. We know there's a lot to it. The name of the show is Your Guide to Medicare. And in the last two segments, we talked about the importance of having a Medicare strategy implemented into your retirement plan. Obviously, we have to have that done. Health is a big part of retirement and whether or not you run out of money. And we also discussed in detail a little bit of A, B, and C. We touched on a little of D, but Ed wanted to close our show out today by talking a little bit more about Part D and maybe a few other elements that go with that. Right. Well, I just wanted to mention that uh, most people understand uh, they know they need their Medicare Part D. And, and incidentally, if you don't uh, apply for it, and, and you don't have to, but if you don't apply for Medicare Part D and you decide to take it out at a later time, there is a late enrollment penalty that you'd incur if you don't take it out at age 65 which will last the rest of your life when you decide to take it out. There's a formula to determine what that penalty is, but it can be significant. Oh, it's, yeah. you mean the penalty is spread out over your life expectancy? Like they it's, use it it's if, if whatever, whatever age you decide to pick it up, if you don't pick it up when you qualify oh, for, wow. for Medicare, uh, you then start Medicare Part D with a premium penalty. penalty. Wow. And you could get, if you, if you defer Medicare Part B, uh, and don't have an alternative product such as a group health plan right. and decide to take out Medicare Part B, no, and I'm not saying D is in dog, but B is in boy. That also would have a late enrollment penalty that you'd incur too. Most people apply and, and take Part B anyway. Well, that's huge because most of yeah. the people I know that are retired are on some sort of medication, something or other. Yeah, that no, they're but taking, there's some so. people that, that reach a, a, a Medicare qualifying age of 65 and are still working. So yeah. they defer Medicare Part B and Medicare Part D. They don't need to take because they have another product they have through and their- those people are still penalized? Even no, though they're, they're not working? penalized. Oh, they're, they're not, okay. It's the people that, that don't decide to take B and or D and wait and decide later they want it, gotcha. but don't have a qualified product in between from a group plan or something else. And for those people, they, they would incur a, a late enrollment penalty. Well, that's really important to know. I hope everybody uh, heard that out there. If you didn't, you can check it out on our podcast. Go back to the uh, mainmoneyshow.com and you, know, you could glean all this information off that right there, so- the Medicare Part D program, D as in dog, has, has changed over the last uh, 10 or 12 years. Uh, there's many companies that do offer the Part D plan. It is a Medicare-approved program that's overseen through the Centers of Medicare and Medicaid. However, it's sold through private companies. If you have a Part C plan, which is the Medicare Advantage plan, most of them are comprehensive in which you can have C and D all in one package. But as most people know, the Part D program is designed to cover your prescriptions. It does have co-payments. It does have deductibles. Um, 
Each company is somewhat different. They're similar, um, but you would incur some costs associated with any co-payments uh, with a Medicare Part D plan. Um, so we right. got just just a couple minutes left, yep. Ed. I know this is a short last segment. Unfortunately, right. um, we got a ton of information here, but everybody out there listening, you know, if you'd like to set up a complimentary consultation, no cost, no obligation consultation with Ed, let us know. But I just real quick before we uh, before we end the show, Medigap. Can you talk to talk to us about yeah, that a little bit? Medigap is is really what people uh, refer to as a Medicare supplement, and that's been around for a long time. And that was originally designed to help people that had Medicare Parts A and B have complete coverage to cover everything that Medicare Part A and B didn't didn't pay for. Uh, Medicare supplements were relatively inexpensive earlier on, uh, similar to the cost of what they pay for Part B. For example, in the 1980s, a Part B premium was forty five dollars a month, and a Medicare supplement was about the same cost. Today, a Part B premium is $134 a month, and supplements range from $150 to $250 per month to cover the other 20 25% that Medicare A and B don't cover. So for a Medigap policy, you have to have Part A and B to get that Medigap policy? Yes. You have Medicare Part A and B, and if you have both of those, then you qualify to be able to purchase a Medicare supplement policy from any company that sells it. And the other thing I did want to mention is once you have a Medicare supplement policy or Medigap policy, you can retain that for the rest of your life, no matter what the premium may be, and you can change it from one company to the other as long as it's the same type oh, of okay. Medigap policy. All right, great. Well, thanks. Thanks, Eddie, for uh, all the information. I know you have a ton more up in there, your brain. Colby graduate, uh, been a business owner for a long time here, and we appreciate all your knowledge yeah. that you have. We, we certainly couldn't fit everything into the sh no, short segments, but that's, that's fine. At least yeah. we got some information out there. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, back to you, Tony. And that does it for today's episode of The Main Money Show with our host, Craig Dixon, and special guest, Eddie Patterson. Thank you for listening to The Main Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Craig Dixon at The Investment Executives. Call 855-MAKE-SENSE or visit their website at theinvestmentexecutives.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.